Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to sexual assault, sexual content, slavery, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Move over, Douglas Adams. Vogons ain't got nothing on this. I poetry again today, and everyone loved it, but I don't think they got it. I'm Adam. Nero, a poem. N is for ninja, E is for erotic, R is for righteous, O is for originally awesome. The end. I'm Kelly. Oh, Papaya 2, you've made me the happiest wife, emperor, husband ever. I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about Emperor Nero. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, no. Yeah. Nero, no. So there's no etymology or phobia or science to this one. Nero was just a guy who happened to be an emperor of Rome. Fear is called being Roman. Yeah. <laughs> fear of tyrants. So we'll jump right into our acid pop quiz. But first, an extra disclaimer on this one. Uh, I typically strive for as much factual accuracy as I can, but there's a lot of stories about Nero that lots of people say are true and lots of other people say are false. Spill that tasty goss. <laughs> yeah. So I picked some of the juiciest stories, but I can't vouch very hard for their validity. You weren't there. Nope. Twerent. So, true or false, Nero was the last emperor of Rome. Pretty sure that's false. I'm going to say false. Yeah, I feel like I, feel like I would have heard that around the water cooler or something. <laughs> yeah, this is false. Uh, he was a pretty shitty emperor, but not bad enough to bring down all of Rome. Not for lack of trying. Yeah, they went on for a few more hundred years after Nero. Oh, just a few hundred. Yep, it was close. So, Nero was the youngest emperor ever. False. Was that... Uh, I feel like the person who succeeded Caesar was... Caligula? Wasn't he younger? I don't, I'm going to say false. The only thing I know about Caligula is butt stuff, so... Sure. <laughs> I'm going to call it true because everyone else is saying false. Well, you all get it because this is partly true. <laughs> he was made emperor at age 16, which at the time made him the youngest emperor ever. However, a few hundred years later on, Elagabalus was made emperor at age four. Another magic spell. <laughs> Elagabalus. That'll show you, Nero. <laughs> we should do more questions where everybody gets it right. Yeah. <laughs> Feel good question. <laughs> Make Jeopardy a wild show. So true or false? Nero was his given name. Sounds false. Pro- probably false. The Romans were always renaming themselves. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to say false. Yep, this is false. He was born Lucius Domitus Ahenobarbus. I also would have changed my name. <laughs> so his dad kicked the bucket when Nero was three. Then when he was 12, he was adopted by his great uncle Claudius, at which time his name was changed to Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Wow, a lot of hyphens. <laughs> yeah, basically just Nero and then every emperor Claudius could name in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your your Roman emperor name is your least favorite emperor, followed by your three favorite emperors. <laughs> so a few years into Nero's reign, he decided that that name wasn't grand enough, so he changed it to. <clears throat> give me a second here. 
Autocractor, Neuron, Hequahequo, Merisetpa, Chedmahatkast, Wornet Katebeket, Hequaqui, Setempanu, Marer. Wow. <laughs> Can we get that first bit of it again? <laughs> well, this roughly translates to Emperor Nero, ruler of rulers, chosen of Ptah, beloved by Isis, the sturdy armed one who struck the foreign lands, victorious for Egypt. And chosen of none. Breaker of chains. Great at fiddle. <laughs> Did he actually ask Isis? I, I, I think he was making that up. <laughs> no, she sent me a letter. She said. <laughs> Came down on a rainbow. So true or false, Nero played the fiddle while Rome burned. Oh, I just made that joke. Uh, I'm going to say true because I've heard it. I have heard that a lot, so I'm going to say <laughs> false. I have heard that this is false. Uh, false. It was a liar. They didn't invent oh. the fiddle for a few hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of hogwash it was a liar <laughs> you assholes he played the flute <laughs> he was the blues man it was the drums <laughs> he scattered <laughs> we're on to our fill in the blank uh, Nero's eyesight wasn't the best he had a sort of monocle what was it made of a sort of monocle yeah I mean it was like a monocle but it was not it was, good. It's going to be well, something extravagant. It was it was a ruby encased in a circlet of gold. <laughs> it was finely cut elephant tusk. Ooh. Can't see through that. If it's cut fine enough. I suppose. Diamond. Mm, yeah, you guys were on the right pack. It was uh, an emerald. Ah, Ooh, so I want carry, one. <laughs> carried an emerald around in his pocket so he could read fine print. That's awesome. <laughs> so what did Nero use to illuminate his garden at night? All of Rome. <laughs> 37 naked slaves of different genders and ages holding candles. Torches? <laughs> Tiki torches. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, we have an emerald monocle. What's something equally, like, eccentric that he could use? How about, like, a fancy system of mirrors to capture the moonlight? A flaming Ooh. elephant corpse. Ooh, it's, uh, it's like what they had... I think it was the mummy where there was like the troughs of oil that they could light. Yeah. But it was like coming straight out of a whale. <laughs> Don't think no, it was a whale. It's not like a maple tree. <laughs> no, it was Christians. <laughs> <laughs> like guys from a sorority that are named Christian. Or... I feel like they'd go out rather fast. Yeah. yeah he had a steady supply. <laughs> Is that eco-friendly? <laughs> well, certainly those Christians didn't make much of a mess after that. So that was all I had for fill in the blank. So we're on to our terms. What was the vectical urinae? Vectical urinae. Vec That's what he peed in. <laughs> His urine vessel. The vectical urinae is... What's a vector? It's a point of origin in a direction, I think. Yeah. So the vectical urinae is the trough he used to pee into people's mouths. <laughs> I can't think of a way to fit Vector in there. <laughs> Let's just think Sega, Sega Genesis, Vector Man. Oh, I see. He uses balls to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, that's, that's not even good. <laughs> that's not how that works. Uh, it's the urinal where Pythagoras came up with the whole right angle thing. <laughs> now, towards the end of his reign, he was a bit desperate for cash. Uh, to squeeze out a little extra dough, he taxed public toilets with the vectical urinate or urine tax. Tell me more. I imagine you'd be on the streets then. Well, yeah, he charged people to use the bathroom. Was basically how it worked. Till the streets ran gold. <laughs> streets of Rome are paved with gold. <laughs> Golden showers. So what was juvenilia? 
Juvenalia. It sounds like a festival for kids, but I'm guessing it's not that uh, it sounds whimsical. Like, it sounds like Bacchanalia for Jewish people. <laughs> oh, maybe it's maybe it's like so Bacchanalia, you like drank and fuck and all that shit. Maybe it's like Julius Caesar and you stab people in the back the whole time. <laughs> I like the idea that it's some sort of festival. I'm just going to say it's a festival he made up that was devoted to him. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of like kid excess. So like lots of uh, Capri Suns and <laughs> cotton candy and stuff. Got them squeezes with the faces on them. Yeah. Uh, Adam, you pretty much got it. Yeah. <laughs> so Nero was really young when he became emperor. When he was 21, he had finally put on enough facial hair to warrant shaving for the first time. <laughs> to celebrate, he started the Festival oh, of Juvenalia. Alert the masses. <laughs> during which people acted like children for a day, Ugh. then leave childish things behind, signifying Nero's transition from childhood to manhood. That's very uncomfortable. Yep. Now I put my pants for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Except with togas, it just falls out on the floor. Uh, were there baby togas? That's a good question. It's adorable. Look <laughs> at <laughs> the little emperor. <laughs> Keep tripping. Toglets. <laughs> so who were the Augustans? The, the Romans were all about cults. That was a cult to the emperor Augustus, and uh, Nero took offense and had them all killed. That was a superhero team comprised of ex-emperors. <laughs> I don't think ex-emperors live for very long. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's always an opening. Not a good retirement plan for emperors. I'm going to do the cult thing as well, but it pr it was a cult of Nero. <laughs> so Nero fancied himself as a musician and an actor, among other things. Problem was, he was terrible. <laughs> he had a small, shaky voice that left people laughing. <laughs> To protect his ego, he formed the Augustans, a troop of soldiers whose only job was to sit in the audience of his shows and clap enthusiastically at appropriate times. <laughs> All the while nudging their neighbors and to clap as well. With swords. Yeah. <laughs> nudging them with swords. The man had a dream. You don't have to mock him, Sean. <laughs> and that concludes our acid pop quiz. Had a dream. Dream of killing all Romans that didn't love me. <laughs> If he lived today, he'd be like that guy who made the room. If he lived today, he'd be like that guy who wants to build walls. <laughs> so let's talk about our boy Nero. Now, Nero wasn't exactly evil with a capital E. Rather, he was a spoiled simpleton that never got told no, and as a result, had a very skewed perspective on how the world worked. As time went on and he was unable to reconcile the differences between his perception and reality, he spiraled into madness. But before we get into all that, we have to go back a bit. Uh, Nero was a dick, to be sure, but personally, I place a big portion of the blame on his mother, Agrippina. Now, Nero was born to her and Gnaeus, and while his parents weren't rulers, they were really high up in the social hierarchy. So Nero was kind of a distant relative of Julius Caesar, so his blood was pretty blue. Anyway, back to Agrippina. Now, Nero was born in 37 CE, the same year that Emperor Tiberius died and Agrippina's brother Caligula became the new emperor. <laughs> Surely this one will be better. Episode on Caligula coming up. <laughs> so uh, Agrippina's family a little messed up already. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> now, Agrippina's the sister of an emperor, and as a result, she's got a lot of power. As tends to happen, getting some power made her want a lot more. She frequently used and abused her power. A couple of years later, Agrippina's husband dies, and she's left flapping in the wind a bit. 
Now, say what you want about Agrippina, but her charm was a natural 20. She hooks up with her cousin and convinces him to murder Caligula, take the throne, and marry her. Cersei. Probably wouldn't be too hard to convince someone to murder Caligula, though. So Caligula finds out and has their cousin executed. Agrippina talks Caligula down from execution to exile, so she goes to live on an island and he sells all of her remaining land and property. Now, Caligula was a top-shelf asshat, so he only <laughs> ruled for four more years before he was assassinated. I mean, and we're not just talking like an asshat in behavior, but he actually wore asses as hats. Four more <laughs> years. Four more years. <laughs> now, Claudius, Agrippina's uncle, takes up the throne. With Caligula dead, Agrippina isn't exiled anymore, and she makes her way back to Rome. Being exiled was a great way to get power in Rome, because yeah. you got out of the city when things went bad. True. <laughs> So Claudius marries a woman named Messalina, and they have a son named Britannica. So a couple of years later, <laughs> I just love all the Roman names. <laughs> named encyclopedia. So a couple of years later, Messalina was caught in a plot to murder Claudius. So off with her head. At this point, Agrippina was the mistress of one of the top-ranking palace guards, so she was hanging around a lot. She went up to her uncle and was like, "Hey, unk, you know who would make a good empress? Your hot niece." <laughs> So he fell for it and he married Agrippina. Gross. Not uncommon at the time. (laughs) So Agrippina is now pretty damn close to the top of the food chain. The only way things could get better is if her dopey son was her puppet emperor. Puppet? Then (laughs) Then she could do whatever she wanted. So she starts making wheels turn. She convinces Claudius that Nero should be named heir. Sure, he isn't exactly the direct son of Claudius, but hey, he's older than Britannicus, right? And so, he's already changed his name so many times. Why not name him heir yeah. now? <laughs> so Claudius says, sure, why not? So now there's two heirs to the throne. If the Perfect. throne is dis- <laughs> So if the throne is disputed, the Protarian guard gets to make the casting vote. So she convinces Claudius to replace the current Praetorian guard with a guy that's loyal to her. I mean, as we've seen throughout all of history, when there's two heirs to anything, it always yeah. ends up great. Yeah, you need redundant <laughs> systems. So then she not so subtly starts to scoot Britannicus further and further away. To keep things in the family, she arranges for a marriage between Nero and his stepsister Octavia, which is Claudius's daughter. So he wasn't into it, but his mom said it was a good idea, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Around this time, Claudius starts to miss his son, who spends a strange amount of time abroad. and says <laughs> At he- the front of armies for some reason. <laughs> And he says he's thinking about reinstating him as the next heir. In a remarkable turn of events, Claudius dies from eating a plate of mushrooms that turned out to be poisonous. Oh, no. How? <laughs> what a tragedy. No one could have foreseen this. <laughs> so Claudius didn't have time to officially announce Britannicus as the next emperor, so it all goes to 16-year-old Nero. So this is Agrippina's dream. Nero was just kind of a dope. He liked writing crappy poetry and crappier songs, and he fancied himself an athlete, though he probably could have been beaten by a relatively fit third grader. So he was a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what color is this, the sky's eyes? This room is just made with black marble. So he liked to make public theaters and go to shows. So long as he got to do that, he pretty much did anything his mom said, and she got it all her own way. Working behind the scenes, she quietly assassinated anyone who could present a threat to her Muppet of a son. Huh. I wasn't expecting this great big understory. Muppet of a son. Yeah. Hey ho! It's me, Nero! <laughs> <laughs> 
So she would write new laws and have her son read them off. When a new emperor came around, it was common to have new coins made with their face on the front and something they liked on the back. Oh, can you pause for a second and tell me that it was Agrippina's face on there? <laughs> yep. Oh. So the coins came out after Nero became emperor and had Agrippina on the front <laughs> and Nero on the back. <laughs> so, Well, it was something she liked. It's true. So she was clearly pulling all the strings. Now, Agrippina had Nero marry his stepsister, which he really wasn't excited about. So this was the loose thread that started her plan unraveling. So Nero started to get the hots for a former slave he met named Claudia. Obviously, Agrippina couldn't let some unknown factor interrupt her perfect situation, so she kept yelling at Nero to stop hanging around with Claudia. I mean, you joked about it earlier, Andy, but this really does sound like a Cersei scenario. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out that the, the marrying your stepsister thing is now a fantasy. Sure. Oh, See the porn episode. Yeah. <laughs> so then one day, disaster. Agrippina was laying into Nero, and he was all like, wait a second, I'm the emperor, right? You can't tell me what to uh -oh. do. <laughs> so Nero starts acting out on his own for the first time in his life, and this terrifies Agrippina. So she decides to go to her backup puppet, Britannicus. <laughs> hey, I know I've been putting you at the front of everything, but come back, back. <laughs> so I always loved you. <laughs> so she started hanging around with him and grooming him for the throne. You know, just in case something unfortunate should happen to her son. But then, Britannicus died of poisoning. Oops. Maybe Nero learned too well. <laughs> so Nero finally cuts that umbilical and strikes out on his own. The first thing he needs to do is to get his mom out of the way. She's too smart and dangerous to keep around. He tells That's her gratitude for you. <laughs> so he tells her she can't live in Rome anymore, and he strips her of most of her power. She goes to live in the country, but the thing is, besides being a conniving murderess, she was a pretty dang good politician, so people were still flocking around her, and she was making puppy eyes at some of the powerful men who could threaten Nero. So he decides enough is enough and falls back on the problem-solving skills he learned from his mom, a.k.a. he tries to kill her. It's a murder. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, poison was a bit too ironic, stabbing seemed a bit harsh, and so he finally settled on sending a note and a boat inviting her back to the palace. But he rigged the boat to sink halfway through its voyage. He settles on drowning? Yep. <laughs> a note and a boat that could not float. Oh, in the boat. <laughs> that is not a reliable murder method. It's true. So the men on the boat knew this was going to happen, so they all abandoned ship before it went down. The boat sunk, but Agrippina and her favorite servant survived and swam out. They made from for the shore where the men who had been sent to kill her were oh, waiting. No. So her servant made it to shore first, and to try and get some help, she shouted, It's me, Agrippina! Larry <laughs> 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 followed. <laughs> So the soldiers ran up and beat her to death with their oars. Oars! <laughs> Agrippina watching from the water. <laughs> yeah. So Agrippina sees this and she swims the other way. She said, wait a minute. I'm just you know. a servant. Bye. So, <laughs> so Nero finds out that his mom is still alive and he gives up on subtlety. He sends a handful of assassins to do things right. Agrippina, unlike her son, was not a dope. She saw the writing on the wall, so she knew her days were numbered. So when the assassins showed up, she told them, strike my womb, basically saying, kill the source of that dick son of mine. 
She is killed and Nero is officially off the chain. Like the only mistake she ever made was putting Nero in charge. Yeah. (laughs) So now Nero was a great puppet, but without guidance, he was just a spoiled brat who'd never been told no. Uh He had been praised for anything he ever did. So he thought he was great at everything. (laughs) This sounds delightful. (laughs) Sounds like the perfect life, please. So his mom enacted some pretty good policies in the first few years of Nero's rule, but left to his own devices, he did things that sound great, but were terrible ideas. Everyone gets a kitten! (laughs) These are lions! (laughs) You want the biggest kittens, don't you? (laughs) This is now my Nero voice. (laughs) So people were complaining about taxes, so he said, I know, we'll get rid of taxes! Okay. I see you, Nero. (laughs) Nobody needs roads. (laughs) So members of the Senate sat him down and explained how this was a criminally stupid (laughs) idea. And he was like, okay, fine. What kind of idiot leader would cut taxes so much you can't support your government? (laughs) They wouldn't need to pay taxes if they were all exiled. (laughs) Now, he'd been a silver spooner his whole life, and he was very curious about how the other 99% lived. So he would sneak out of the palace dressed as a homeless person and wander the streets like Jasmine. Oh, guys, could you imagine his homeless person out there? Oh my gosh, it was probably fantastic. Look at me, I'm homeless. (laughs) Golden rags. It's like a velvet red robe. And just like Jasmine, he grabbed something that in his world would have been totally free, but there was no charismatic street rat to save the day, and Nero got beaten to a pulp. After this, he still wanted to sneak out as a homeless person. He forced a squadron of palace guards to dress as eight very burly homeless men and beat up any of that gang trouble. of homeless men. God, they're huge. <laughs> and a tiny homeless king. Nero and eight homeless the rocks. <laughs> So he spent a lot on public works projects, opening up theaters around the city, mostly so he could do poetry readings and one-man shows on opening night. Yeah. Good, good job, <laughs> Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> These shows were awful, just terrible. This was around the time that he formed the Augustans. To ensure that people got the most out of his performances, he would have the doors locked and force the audience to sit through several hour God. recitals. Oh, God. Apparently, a common trick to get out of these performances was to have your buddy pretend to die. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he died just, again. Oh, God, he's dead. <laughs> and you'd drag him out of the theater, and the two of you would spend the evening doing something more fulfilling, like putting splinters under your fingernails. Like anything else. Yeah. So Nero also fancied himself an athlete, though in truth, he could barely tie his own shoes without hurting himself. <laughs> During the Olympics, he entered as a chariot racer. Oh, fun. <laughs> While going around a turn, he was thrown from his chariot and ate shit hard. Ouch. The race finished with him sniffling on the Uh-oh. sidelines. In the end, they gave him the gold medal anyway, <laughs> because he clearly would have won if he defended. <laughs> it was the horse's fault. Have them executed. Now, all this is weird and narcissistic, but not really what you would call evil. Not counting killing his mom and stepbrother, that is. Sure. But the start of his decline came from his sexual pursuits. Sexual. (laughs) (laughs) For a start, he liked to throw big parties, and for the evening's entertainment, he would wear nothing but an animal skin and have several young slaves, both boys and girls, tied naked to posts. 
he would then stalk around them making stupid God. animal noises and doing all kinds of inappropriate things to them. I just want you to know I'm, I'm picturing him in like mouse ears. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably happened at some point. This is yeah. our- um, my this is shrew. <laughs> I've never seen the shrews made. <laughs> honey badger, honey badger, honey badger. <laughs> it's just becoming a Pokemon. <laughs> Charmander! <laughs> Throw water. Or not Charmander, that'd be a Squirtle. Lights <laughs> the slave boy on fire. <laughs> so at one point, he fell in love with a woman named Papaya. But he was married to his stepsister, and she was married to some other guy. What's a boy uh, king to do? Yeah, no problem. Nero took Papea's husband fishing and drowned him. <laughs> Come on. He's gotten better at the drowning thing, then. Yeah. You're a big disappointment, Fredo. Uh, Papea. <laughs> I just picture them in a little fishing boat, and then another little fishing boat right next to them is a bunch of burly men. <laughs> Eight coincidental fishermen in that other boat. <laughs> Bunch of fishermen around them with their sleeves ripped off. Hey, great fucking trout today. <laughs> Can you hear any fish? Let me help. <laughs> Shove his head underwater. He then accused his stepsister of being infertile and divorced her. The public didn't like that, so he changed his mind and decided that his stepsister had cheated on him instead and had her murdered. <laughs> and the public was okay with this one. Okay. The yeah. public decided to stop questioning the crazy man. <laughs> so Nero marries Papea, and she is just about as unstable and self-centered as he is. She rode around in a carriage whose horses had their feet clad in gold. And every day she required the milk from 500 donkeys to bathe in. Wow. 500 donkeys? Why donkeys? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever bathed in donkey milk? Just saying. Luxurious. She smelled God. In her ever-present cloud of flies. So these two drive each other crazy. One night, Nero comes home late from chariot racing, and the hormonal and pregnant Papea lays into him. He gets so pissed, he kicks her in the stomach hard enough to kill both her and his unborn child. Both of them? I thought you said he was an athlete. Get that man on the football team. (laughs) Now, she was yelling a lot, but he felt a bit guilty after. (laughs) And this was not an emotion that he was accustomed to. What is this? Well, I feel bad. This is not a good feeling. I feel... He wasn't quite sure what to do with this new feeling. Then write a poem. (laughs) It's perfect. Then one day he runs into a slave that looks a lot like Papea. But there's a few problems. One, the whole slave thing. Emperors can't marry slaves. Two, the Papea lookalike is a man. (laughs) Now, men can't marry other men, let alone the emperor. So Nero's solution to these problems are a good illustration of just how out of touch with reality he was. Some real good problem solving coming up, I can tell. <laughs> I'll embarrass after this. <laughs> Quick, have someone drown. <laughs> First, free the slave. Sure. That's a good start. Good. Step two, have him castrated. Yep. Can't saw that coming. <laughs> now he's not exactly a man, right? Well. Legal loopholes. Step three, since two men can't get married, one of them would need to be the bride. Nero nominates himself. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Nero done put the script on me. (laughs) Okay, Nero. Well, then why the hell did the guy need to be castrated? (laughs) Nero has kinks. 
<laughs> so Nero wears a dress and marries a former slave and current eunuch. And this all looks, and that looks kind of like his ex-wife that he murdered. No, I don't. And all, all, the August, all the Augustines are crying in the audience. I'm hung up on like, you have to be castrated to be more like a woman. I'm the bride. <laughs> You're not getting all the attention on my big day. <laughs> I had that once. I want to throw the bouquet. I feel so bad for this guy. Yes. I mean, even ignoring everything else, he's got to be married to Nero now. Yeah. Hey, uh, silver lining. He's not a slave anymore, kind of. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, that must have been an awkward reception. <laughs> oh, honey. Aren't you as happy as I am? <laughs> so Nero dresses his wife lookalike in her old clothes and parades him around the town. Now, all of that was bad, but those weren't the things that led to his downfall. That all started when he decided that the palace wasn't quite grand enough for the likes of him. He drew up plans for a 100-acre golden palace. Perfect. But where to put such a gaudy palace? Obviously, it should go in the center of town, but the center of town already has buildings in it. That's why it's the center of town. <laughs> Idea. <laughs> so this is when the fire of Rome happened. <laughs> Sounds like the plot of the emperor's new groove. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> David Spade burned it all down. Actually, I think I'm seeing some inspiration for Cusco here. Yeah, now that you mention it. <laughs> Cusco learned a lesson. <laughs> All he need, Nero needed was to be turned into a llama. So people blame Nero, and that's not a bad guess, but some people say it couldn't have been him. Either way, the fire burned for a week and destroyed three of the 14 providences of Rome, all the while Nero dined and sang in his palace. Now, whether he started the fire or not, he leveraged it to his extreme advantage. He leveled the charred remains of the city and started construction of his huge palace. He also blamed the Christians for the fire. Yes, you did. Now, well, it's their <laughs> fault for being on fire in my garden. Well, this, They're clearly very flammable. <laughs> so Christians were a great scapegoat at the time, and the Romans loved reasons for burning and killing them. He took to killing Christians daily to keep his popularity up, and this is when he started lighting them on fire to light his garden. Oh, okay. Yes, you do. Yep. Now, this public works project needed a lot of capital, and so Nero started to squeeze just about everyone to make it happen. He raised all taxes and invented new ones, like the urine tax. <laughs> Turns out taxes? Necessary. Yeah. He shrank the size of the coins being minted to save just a bit of gold. Hmm. And then he went to temples and basically had garage sales and auctioned off all of their statues and idols. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, That's not going to go over well. And lastly, he started filling Senate positions via auction. <laughs> so this is when he truly falls from grace. People start plotting on how to get rid of him. So Nero gets wind of one of these plots, and this shatters his poor little brain. He had no idea that it was even possible to dislike him, let what? alone try and kill him. What? I've done nothing. All I did was... I've been burning Christians for you. <laughs> Made you this golden palace? You, you guys get to look at my cool house. <laughs> Honey, tell them. Sorry, tell them how great I am. You guys get to look at my cool house. <laughs> higher, higher. We've talked about this. <laughs> so he has the conspirators executed and basically starts jumping at shadows. A general in another district starts hatching plans to overthrow Nero, so Nero sends armies to stop him. 
the guy basically just goes, why are you listening to that whiny brat? <laughs> they had no good argument, so they joined him. <laughs> oh, shit. We don't know. People basically just start up and leaving Nero by himself. Whenever he orders someone to do something, they go, um, no, and just kind of walk away. <laughs> so Nero is going out of his mind in the face of all this. He's so great. Why is this all happening? Why? He never Why? did anything wrong. Only bad things happen to me. <laughs> so he retreats to a villa to collect his thoughts. And while there, he gets word that the Senate has declared him public enemy number one. Fun. This is too much, and he decides to kill himself. What a teenager. Yep. Is he still but a the teenager? Thing is, I don't know. No, I the, don't think he ever grew out <laughs> of teenagedom. But the thing is, he's too much of a weenie to do it. He tries for a couple of days, but he just doesn't have the cojones. He finally goes up to one of his servants and says, Hey, can you commit suicide so I can see how it's supposed to work? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The servant, the servant starts to stammer. Uh, or, well, uh, thing is, uh, um, but right at that moment, some royal guards start coming up the drive. Nero says, "No time, just stab me instead." <laughs> okay. <laughs> the panicky servant does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Nero exclaims, "What an artist dies in me!" Oh, God. <laughs> um. But the thing is, these guards were on their way to try and negotiate a peaceful transition of Nero out of power. You don't understand. <laughs> but Nero overreacted for the final time. He probably wouldn't have agreed to it anyway. <laughs> so Nero became emperor at 16, killed his mom at 21, and started to spiral out of control, and has his servant stab him in the neck when he's 30. Wow. So the candle burns twice as bright and all that. <laughs> all of Rome. I'm surprised his mom had control from five years. Yeah. And that was the sad and pathetic story of Nero. That kid needed a therapist. Uh, he just needed to not be in power. I was going to say, and a firm hand. Yeah, a strong father figure. <laughs> she killed all the strong father <laughs> Anybody have any personal Nero stories? I knew Nero. He was, no. I made a character <laughs> in one of our tabletop games named Nero. Oh, yeah. He was a pig. <laughs> and he was actually Nero was another I don't think he was an emperor I think he was a general but he actually that was another one of the fancy names that he was given so he wasn't the first Nero but let's get fancy <laughs> I've never been the emperor of anything <laughs> Good you haven't you. lived oh, you're the emperor of your house mm-hmm. no <laughs> is the baby the emperor of the house kind of she is a tiny little tyrant <laughs> All right. Well, if nobody has any personal Nero stories, we'll move on to what are your morals worth? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> so how much to be an Augustan for a year? <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty sweet gig, other than having to listen to his performances. Yeah, but that's basically your job. <laughs> you can stop your ears with wax and just clap with the other ones. I'm really not bad at faking enthusiasm. Yeah. I think I was made for this role. <laughs> uh and honestly, it, it keeps you from getting yeah, Neroed. Right. That's true. It seems like a pretty sweet gig. What, what was the currency of Rome at the time? Uh, I'm not sure. It was his mom, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Agrippina points. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me 200 Agrippinas. <laughs> this is a year's salary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want a pretty good salary. See, I'm really picky about poetry and and stuff. You can give him pointers and definitely not be executed for them. 
I'd do it for a year's salary, today's money. Um, oh, goodness. I can't roll my eyes even a little bit. <laughs> um, but I don't have to... I, I mean, I have to intimidate the audience, but I don't have to, like, threaten anyone actively, right? No, you just basically have to lean over and be like, man, this is great, huh? Yeah. This is the best poetry I've ever heard. <laughs> I'll be like uh, that episode of Invader Zim, Zim Eats Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. I'll do it for 70. 70,000. 70,000? That's my year's salary. Her penis? Yeah, the thing is, like, I imagine this is, like, your entertainment for the year. Oh, like, no. you don't watch TV. You don't go see movies. Well, you you're just, in ancient Rome. Yeah, you go and you go and watch Nero. Oh, you mean I don't get to bring my Switch? <laughs> nope. Well, you can bring it, but the battery will last six hours. So, man, that's just, like, oh, it's just a year of being bored that sounds pretty awful oh that's my whole job anyway so <laughs> can i bring like my knitting <laughs> no you have to sit and watch <laughs> and applaud and be gripped yep and click the needles together yeah I also can, i'll have to learn to knit you can jab people with the needles <laughs> hey applaud yeah, for Nero. i'm gonna say a hundred thousand a year yeah i think a hundred thousand you're really too. you're really talking up the whole boring aspect of it all it's gonna be pretty bad so we've got seventy thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand, and two hundred bucks. Two hundred bag of peanuts. We don't know what that means. <laughs> Probably nothing. It's made of gold. Hmm. Was it though? <laughs> he needed that gold for his palace, Andy. Later. <laughs> he also needed it for the Colossus of Nero, which was a hundred foot statue he'd commissioned of himself. Awesome. I don't think that ever got built. Playing an electric guitar. <laughs> This, and fire shoots out of it at the top of every hour. <laughs> Remember, Remember me. Shut up, we're on the same. <laughs> you know, frequently, it, like Andy and I make the same jokes, and Adam and Kelly make the same yeah. jokes. So. I mean, so we could really do this podcast with just two of us. <laughs> <laughs> two of you have been laid off, and we don't know which ones. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we've got for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks to my co-hosts for joining me today. Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor. And thanks to you for tuning in. If you'd like more information about today's episode, check out our website at acidpoppodcast.podbean.com. You can join us on our subreddit, Acid Pop Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Acid Pop Podcast for updates almost every month. Or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.